Welcome to Supernatural Podcast, episode number 62, for the episode Yellow Fever. The episode was written by first-time Supernatural writers Andrew Dabb and Daniel Laughlin, and directed by Philip Sagrikia. The episode originally aired in the U.S. on October 23rd, 2008. So let's get started. Here's the recap with Kristen and Annie. Summary for Season 4, Episode 6, Yellow Fever. The episode begins with Dean running for his life. We can hear dogs barking behind him. It sounds a little like hellhounds. He falls over a homeless man's bags and gets up saying, Run! He'll kill you! The camera pans down on the creature of Dean's fear, and it is a purse-sized terrier dog with a pink bow. Dean yells and runs in the other direction. Forty-three hours earlier, the boys sit in on an autopsy of a man who died of a heart attack three days ago. They are investigating the death of Frank O'Brien. Dean notices that Frank's ring finger shows a ring outline, even though they didn't think he was married. Sam notices the bad scrapes on Frank's forearms, but the doctor says it's probably nothing more than a result of the fall when he dropped dead. The doctor pulls out the heart and is surprised because he says it looks very healthy. He gives it to Dean to hold. Then Sam gets sprayed with spleen juice. The boys visit the sheriff's office. Sam says they're looking into the death of Frank O'Brien, and the sheriff says that he and Frank were friends. They were on a softball team together. The sheriff shrugs Frank's death off as just a heart attack, but Dean doesn't buy it. After they leave the sheriff's office, Sam says there is definitely no way it was a heart attack. Three victims all had the same red scratches and went from jittery to terrified to dead within 48 hours. They go to talk to the last person who saw Frank O'Brien alive, his neighbor. The neighbor said that Frank was totally freaking out when he last saw him. He said he was paranoid about everything. Sam asks him how Frank was in high school, and he said he was a bully, but he got better. They find out that Frank did have a wife, but she died 20 years ago. Later that night, Dean found out that Frank's wife was a manic depressive. She committed suicide. Sam searched Frank's house and didn't find any cause for alarm. Sam makes the observation that Dean is going 20 miles an hour in the Impala. Dean says, what, safety's a crime now? He also refuses to make a left-hand turn into oncoming traffic. The EMF meter starts going off when Sam puts it up next to Dean. The scene ends with Dean yelling, Am I haunted? The next morning, Sam finds Dean in the Impala rocking out to Eye of the Tiger. Dean shows Sam the new marks on his arm. Sam talked to Bobby and found out what Dean has is ghost sickness. Sam explains symptoms are that you get anxious, then scared, then really scared, and then your heart gives out, all in 48 hours. The disease spreads very easily, even through a cough or a handshake. Sam says Frank was the first one to pass it on since he was the first one to die. He was out of town for a softball tournament, which is where he infected the other softball players. Dean got infected from his corpse. Bobby has a theory that the ghost sickness only infects people who use fear as a weapon. Sam says they need to find the ghost that infected Frank and kill it. That should cure the disease. Dean is left alone in the hotel room. He's reading a book about ghost sickness, which reveals that hallucinations are common. Dean starts seeing bolded words in print that form the sentence, You're dying. Again. Loser. The clock ticking sounds like a heartbeat, and he breaks it. 
Sam comes back and sees the clock lying in pieces on the ground, and Dean lounging on the couch with a beer. Dean asks if Sam found out anything about Frank's wife. Sam says Jesse O'Brien was cremated, so he's pretty sure she's not their ghost. Dean begins to choke. He goes to the sink to cough something up, and a wood chip comes out. Sam says, We've been completely ignoring the biggest clue we have. You. Dean responds, I don't want to be a clue. Sam knows exactly where to look. They drive up to the sawmill. Dean thinks the place looks spooky and he's not going in, but Sam says he needs him. Dean quickly takes a swig of alcohol and says, let's do this. Sam hands Dean his gun and Dean says, oh, I'm not carrying that. It could go off. I'll man the flashlight. Sam looks exasperated but accepts it. Inside the mill, the EMF meter starts to go off. Dean observes that the EMF is not going to work with him around. Sam finds Frank's wedding ring on the ground. They do some more investigating and hear something rattling in one of the lockers. Sam tells Dean that he's going to open it on three. Dean screams bloody murder as a cat jumps out. Sam just walks away. They continue to investigate the mill. Sam finds an ID card for Luther Garland. Dean accidentally rips a drawing of a woman, and the mill comes to life. Dean sees Luther's ghost behind Sam, and Sam turns around with his salt-filled shotgun. When Sam looks back, Dean is gone, running out the doors. After shooting Luther, Sam finds Dean crouched next to the Impala, chugging liquor. Sam and Dean show up at the sheriff's office and ask for the Luther Garland file. He died from physical trauma, but the deputy says he doesn't know the specifics. The sheriff, who claimed to be out sick, is actually in his office, rubbing his forearms with steel wool. Looks like he's got ghost sickness, too. The boys go back to talk to Luther's brother. Dean has anxiety over posing as a federal agent. Mr. Garland asks to see some ID, and Dean silently freaks out. He says, Those are real. Obviously. I mean, who would pretend to be an FBI agent? That's just nutty. Sam stomps his foot under the table. Mr. Garland said everyone was scared of Luther because he was big and mean-looking, but he was really the kindest man he ever knew, and he never hurt anyone. He says Frank killed Luther. Jesse O'Brien was a receptionist at the mill and was real nice to Luther. He had a crush on her, and Frank didn't like it. When Jesse went missing, Frank thought Luther had done something to her. Luther was dragged behind Frank's car by a chain around his neck. Frank was never convicted, even though everyone knew what really happened. Frank was a pillar of the community, so Luther was expendable. After the interview, Dean says his forearm scratches must have come from Luther's road rash. Sam says Dean is experiencing Luther's death in slow motion. Dean says they just have to find Luther's body and burn the bones, but Sam says it won't be that easy because Luther was road-hauled and his remains were scattered all over. Dean goes on a tirade and says their life is crazy and he doesn't want any part in it anymore. After listing off all the reasons they shouldn't do their job, Dean says, I'm out, done, I quit, and walks off. Then the dog chases him. Back in the motel room, Sam says he looked everywhere for Dean. Dean says he's got less than four hours on the clock. I'm going to die, Sammy. Sam says, yeah, you are. You're going back. Downstairs. Hell. It's about damn time, too. Sam's eyes turn yellow, and he throws Dean against the wall, choking him. 
Luckily, it was just a ghost sickness hallucination. Sam goes to Bobby for help. There are only two hours left to save Dean. Bobby says the ghost is a buru-buru, and it's born of fear, so they need to scare the ghost to death. Sam goes into the mill and tries to draw Luther out. Meanwhile, Dean is in the hotel room and begins hearing hellhounds at the door. The sheriff comes in with a gun, asking why he's looking into Luther Garland's death. Dean recognizes that the sheriff is sick. A fight ensues, and Dean throws the sheriff into the glass coffee table. The sheriff yells at Dean to get away from him, and then his heart gives out. Sam begins ripping portraits of Jesse. Luther shows up behind Sam, and another fight ensues. Back in the motel room, Dean is scratching his arms, and his heart is pounding in his ears. Lilith shows up next to Dean on the bed. She says she missed him so much, and it's time to go back now. She says, What's the matter, Dean? Don't you remember all the fun you had down there? You remember, don't you? Four months is like 40 years down there. Dean asks why he got infected, and she says, Listen to your heart, and starts saying, Ba-boom, ba-boom, as Dean cowers on the floor, clutching his chest. Sam and Luther are fighting, and Sam's on the ground, reaching for his gun. Sam gets a chain around Luther's neck and yells, Bobby, punch it! The Impala takes off with Luther dragging behind. The ghost burns up, and the job is done. Lilith disappears, and Dean can breathe again. Bobby, Sam, and Dean get together after the ordeal for a few beers. Dean says, So you guys road-hauled a ghost with a chain? Sam says, Iron chain, etched with spell work. And Bobby smirks. After Bobby leaves, Sam asks Dean what he saw near the end, and Dean says, Howler monkeys. A whole room full of them. Those things creep the hell out of me. But then Dean gets somewhat serious and says, Just the usual stuff, Sammy. Nothing I couldn't handle. The episode ends with Jensen Ackles rocking out to Eye of the Tiger. Can't wait to see that on the DVD. This is Kristen. And this is Annie. Thanks for listening. That was a great recap. Let's move on to analysis and theories and my discussion with Josh. Just a warning here, Josh and I were in kind of a delightful mood. Hi, this is Ellen. And this is Josh. So what did you think overall of Yellow Fever? Um, Overall, as with most Supernatural episodes this season, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a pretty unique take on a standard haunting tale. And, you know, Dean's Affliction obviously provided a lot of enjoyable comic relief. So overall, I thought it was great. It just seemed like uh, up till now, the season has been very heavily Dean-centric. Yes, I've noticed that. And, you know, and I love Jensen. Don't get me wrong. I love Jared, too. We all love him. (laughs) We all love him. We all know he's a stellar actor that most of the world just is blind. But um, it's been very Dean-centric. Extremely so. That's been kind of the the argument that a lot of fans have said this season, that they were kind of disappointed, even though I can't imagine why, because this is such an amazing episode. I mean, like, the whole season has been great. They love Sam. Yeah, I mean, and not that he, like you said, not that he doesn't do a great job, and it's still a lot of fun to watch, but it just doesn't Mm -hmm. seem as balanced as it used to be. But, you know, again, there was lots of humor mixed in with the serious stuff. I think it was a really nice flow from last week's episode. It kind of eases us back into the heavy drama and was very enjoyable. That's true. We went from 
really serious to really funny. And this is kind mm-hmm. of, like you said, easing us back in to the series. Yep. yep. You know, it's a classic standalone Monster of the Week. I what I like to call these, though, standalones plus. <laughs> because we get a little bit of canon, but it's mostly a standalone. That's a good way of referring to it. Because it's not entirely <laughs> alone. Yeah. Maybe it's like... It's not standing alone, but standing a little bit over there. Just off-center a little bit. (laughs) Yes. It's in the room. It's just not socializing. Yeah. This season has been a lot of those, and we saw quite a few last season, too. So I think they're realizing that fans sometimes can think the show is a little too disconnected when you go from canon to standalone. And we've seen that happen. Sometimes it's kind of a relief from something that's been really crazy, but sometimes it's like, well, what? Just get back to it. Like, why are you making us wait? There's Yeah, if there's like a gaping hole where you're like, how can you just forget what happened last week and move on? <laughs> exactly. And it's a little weird. Yeah. And, and that was a big thing in the 80s <laughs> with the sitcoms. But uh, that's been a while. <laughs> that's right. Now, people aren't as, as good with the reset button when it comes to storylines. And um, so should we go into what specifically we liked? Sure. How about that opening scene? Dean running from the big, bad, scary hellhound? Nope. It's a cute little Yorkie with a bow in its hair. Terrifying. I thought he was having a flashback, and then we see this Yorkie, and I'm like, oh, he's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. They did set that up with the previously, or the then, you know. Yep. Scary, scary hellhound, but no. Why is it always a Yorkie, too? Why don't they ever meet any other small dogs? I guess because they look pretty defenseless. (laughs) That's true, especially this one with the little bow. (laughs) (laughs) Because poodles are all, like, cute and feminine, but they can get that nasty snarl going on. That's definitely one of the things I liked. I mean, my favorite part of Dean turning into a big scaredy cat was, of course, the scream when the cat jumped out of the locker. You know, I actually just read something last week about this episode that Dean modeled that scream as an um, from an outtake from Justin Bellow that Jared had back in the day. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> he took that idea and said, hey, I'm going to use it. It was Hilarious. So that's Jensen mocking Jared. That makes it even more funny in my book. <laughs> oh, yes. And following it up with a, that was scary. <laughs> just made it even more funny. That was so, his whole performance in this episode was so funny. Just about anything he did. Oh, yeah, because it was so the opposite of his character. Yes. His aversion to guns and didn't want to exceed yep. the speed limit and using fake IDs was scary. And then how about just seeing the teenagers on bikes? He's like, I don't know about them. They look, I just don't trust them. I'm like, what? <laughs> what do they have, like guns or something? Dean, what's wrong with you? <laughs> He's like a old, little old lady. Can't go over the speed limit. Oh, but the humor had the necessary cheesy music. They always, <laughs> as if you don't know, it's funny. I don't know. Are they trying to do this for like... People who speak a foreign language and that won't translate well or something, but they always put the really funny, cheesy stuff with that music. (laughs) What's the deal? I've noticed that. They've been doing that all season. I know it's coming up. There's the music. That's funny. (laughs) And uh, Sam being sprayed in the face with spleen juice was pretty (laughs) priceless. (laughs) 
that was <laughs> his one big moment in the whole episode. <laughs> the spleen juice. But this episode just reminisced with me so much. It reminded me of the third season episode, Bad Day at Black Rock, which also had the cheesy music, and it might have been the same stuff, actually. Oh, it did have the cheesy music. It did. When What was his name? Um, <laughs> Crazy guy. Crazy well, dude. The one with the Jesus bobblehead. <laughs> Jesus bobblehead crazy dude. I think that's what his name says on IMDb. Oh, boy. I'm a little out of touch with my character names, or maybe it's just tonight. I don't know. I haven't been <laughs> sleeping. because the episodes were a long time ago. That is a good point. But how am I forgetting stuff from third season, huh? <laughs> I got uh, called out on the website and comments about that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's going to come to me. It's going to come to me. <laughs> I said David Elkins, not Daniel Elkins. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> I thought you all knew you. who I was talking about. <laughs> I don't know how I'll let you get away with that. That's crazy. How about that myth with the ghost sickness? That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was unique. It was definitely a different way of doing. They think it's going to be a standard haunting and and to be infected with it. And not like Croatoan infected, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, thank goodness. I was half expecting zombies, but no. Kubrick, as in Stanley. Was that his name? I think you're right. I think it is. Would you just Google him? What? No, I just remembered. Now I know. I just watched that episode not so long ago. You're right, though. It, it did have a lot of similarities, mm-hmm. except it was Dean's bad day this time instead of Sam losing his shoe. That was the part. I watched it three times. <laughs> I wanted to see <laughs> Sam lose his shoe. I, I really enjoyed Dean's rant about how crazy they are for living the way they live their life. It's kind of like a fun way of showing what Dean would be like if he had a more normal person's view of self-preservation. That is so true. Just realized, you know what? This is a little bit dangerous. Yeah, like, you know, back in the day when he was bragging about his first sawed-off when he was like nine. What nine-year-old brags about their first sawed-off shotgun? (laughs) And it, it was. It's like, not only did he get injected with fear... Like some perspective, because he's obviously not a normal person. Well, we love him, but right. the boy's not right. He has a skewed view of life, and like this infection gave him a view of what most people would think of in that situation. That's very true. Now, I laughed so hard at the, date, at the snakes, the two snakes <laughs> named Donnie and Marie. I'm a little bit country. <laughs> That's the Osmonds, by the way. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, I suppose not everybody in the world knows who Donnie and Marie are. Right. But what about Agents Tyler and Perry? Now, that was funny. (laughs) But I love how they were called out on it. They're like, you mean like Aerosmith? (laughs) Right. Usually they just get away with it. (laughs) Yep. That was a nice twist on the usual. Another thing I really liked was the book speaking to Dean, telling him he's dying again. Loser. (laughs) That was really great. And he couldn't stand the clock. <laughs> you know, it's it's like, you know, it's, it's, I mean, he definitely had some symptoms like you'd see in schizophrenic people. Yes. Who were unmedicated, but it all happened really fast. So there's no way he could adjust to it. <laughs> and actually, it's a good thing for us that he didn't adjust to it. That's true. And, and it gets a little bit more serious at the end. Which is something I kind of, I liked the return of Lilith and the Hellhounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, even if it was just in Dean's mind, 
it was really scary. I mean, that little girl is her scariest incarnation yet. Oh, yeah, she is. And she does a great job of infusing that sweetness with the sinister. And she just looked like she really did enjoy Dean's pain in watching his heart about to burst. And what is it with Dean and his heart problems? Like in Faith, he had the heart attack and was going to die. And Oh, that's right. That's just too big. His heart <laughs> is just too big. He just cares too much. Nice accent there. <laughs> um, you know, okay. We'll give Sam some praise here. He had excellent deduction skills. Our very own Nancy Drew. (laughs) Nancy Drew. (laughs) That's definitely what Dean would call him. That's kind of my thought on that. (laughs) (laughs) No, but he did a good job figuring it out and stopping it. And even though it was something he didn't think would work, he was like, well, I got to try it. Pretty ingenious. That's true. Way to go, Sam. Yay, Sam. Props for Sam. (laughs) (laughs) So how about... That sing-along. That is crazy. It was hilarious. We started dancing in the car. I thought that was funny enough. And then we get the little supernatural surprise outtake, Coda, at the end. I just couldn't believe it. I mean, it just kept going. I know. It was like getting a DVD extra early. I'm kind of surprised that they put that there, though, and didn't just wait for the DVD. Yeah, that's a normal thing you would find, something you would find on a DVD. But there it was. In all of its glory. Right. And people have been imitating it on YouTube since. Oh, I haven't seen any of those. (laughs) You've got to watch some of them. They're terrible. I'll hop on YouTube right away. That was a classic moment. I didn't see the episode for a few days after it aired, unfortunately. So by the time I got to it, all the live journal communities had exploded with, oh my God, did you see what was at the end? And I'm like, oh, please. Okay, I'm not reading any of these because I don't want a big spoiler. And I realized it really probably wasn't a spoiler, but but then when I got there, I was like, oh, this is what they're talking about. Awesome. Yes, very unexpected, but enjoyable. Should we move on to what we didn't like? Sure. Why don't you start? Uh, um, it was, was kind of a like-didn't-like. I liked Sam's reactions to Dean behavior because mm-hmm. Jared did a, a great job of displaying a sense of bemusement and exasperation in reaction to his brother's antics. Mm -hmm. You know, the eye rolling and, you know, the tone of his voice. It was hilarious. But it also meant that he didn't really display a whole lot of worry or urgency in regards to Dean's impending doom. It was like, you know, oh, here we go again. Dean's about to die. (laughs) Take 22. (laughs) Right. No big deal. He just always seems to die. <laughs> and there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, and it was funny, and but he just didn't seem really that urgent about finding out what was going on. Yeah, you're right about that. I think it didn't really jump out because the episode was so over the top. I don't know. It was just Sam played such a minor character. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that we didn't really notice. But I always notice now that we're so Dean-centric, like Sam stands out to me more than he used to. And I've always been a fan of both of them, of course. But now I'm like, oh, look at Sam. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's back. <laughs> <laughs> he gets to do something. And as much as I like Bobby, I enjoy him. I like him mm-hmm. being in the episode. But it seemed like the call to Bobby was just a convenient way to quickly solve what was going on. Yeah, I caught that. That was on my list, too. Sam couldn't have figured that out on his own. I mean, really. 
the boy is smart. I mean, it's probably in John's journal somewhere. And I mean, I'm, I know the episode was cut short on time because of all the other stuff that was going on. But come on. He's really good at research. It just seemed, you know, it's easier to, to give Bobby a ring than looking it up yourself. Yeah. I mean, he keeps research under his bed with his KY. So, I mean, <laughs> we know he, he likes his research. But, you know, they could have cut out some of the other stuff if they needed a few extra minutes. The only other thing I had was the subplot with the sheriff. Take your shoes off at the door. <laughs> <laughs> right. It just seemed kind of clunky and unclear and... And Dean was already in the midst of all of his troubles when the sheriff burst in, so it seemed kind of like his appearance was unnecessary. I thought so, too. Hey, they could have cut that use of the uh, the Purell by, like, 20 seconds and given Sam some more research time. <laughs> For real, and that's the sound effect. Squish, squish. I mean, I know they were trying to cast doubt on his character and everything, but it didn't seem to go anywhere. No, it didn't. Yeah, that was, hmm. I guess they just want to include another character from the town, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I'm going with that, yeah. Yes. And you know, it was pretty, and this isn't like a not like as far as the episode goes, but that the way they got rid of the ghost, that was pretty extreme. Yeah, I, that was, I felt really bad for the ghost, yeah. actually. Me too. I mean, he had, a, he had such a tough life, and then to die like that, and then be killed again? I mean, come on. Poor yeah. guy. Yeah, that was pretty harsh. There's no sympathy for the ghost these days, huh? <laughs> I know. Where's the love for the undead? <laughs> I mean, that guy just totally had the raw deal. That's just not fair. Did. But I guess he made a mistake of infecting Dean, and then it was all over. That's all right. Don't mess with the Dean. You get dragged behind the car. Again. Oh, man. Again, yeah. Way to relive your worst nightmare. Again. Yeah. Poor Sam. Didn't even have time to hang out with the ghost, make friends, get tied up. Any of the normal stuff. Yep. No sympathy, Sam. Get tied up. So, questions and speculation? I was just wondering, you know, does Dean really remember what he went through in hell? Is he repressing it? And is it one of his biggest fears that it's all going to come back? Or what was going on there? Yeah, I actually had the same question on my list. You know, that whole Dean is a dick and that's why he was infected thing? (laughs) Like, I was like, that's a little harsh. I mean, even (laughs) if some people think so. Yeah, I mean, it's true. But like, still, it's kind of like, you know, sure, let's just bring it out and tell everybody about it. I thought maybe it had something to do with him being in hell or something maybe. he's not remembering. That's possible. Well, it's better than the idea of him just being a total dick and that's why he was infected. <laughs> that's just not nice. Well, and Sam's all lovable and cuddly, so he was not. <laughs> Sam is an angel. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of Sam, we get a hint there. Is he his eyes glowing, a remnant of Dean's hallucination, or a hint of what's to come? Or just an imagination. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I don't know. It was scary. What's up with the title Yellow Fever? I still don't get it. <laughs> well, I think it was in reference to the fact in the old days when people were called cowardly, they called them yellow. <laughs> like that <laughs> fellow's yeller. 
so old fashioned. I don't think I've heard that in 150 years. I thought maybe it had to do with the fact that yellow fever is extremely contagious. But then they never talked about it. It wasn't called yellow fever. It was ghost fever. I'm like, what's up with the yellow? And I'm thinking it's because he's a scaredy cat. Your answer actually makes a lot more sense than yellow fever. The real yellow fever. Quotes? How about Dean's? Am I haunted? That's a good one. That was great. And like you mentioned earlier, when Sam gets sprayed the corner. Oh, sorry. Spleen juice. That was a really good shot. And the look on Dean's face. You know, I was thinking about in um, in the Burton films, he always likes to spray Johnny Depp with the blood, the fake blood, you know, that bright red blood that oh. Tim Burton uses. Johnny Depp hates having stuff sprayed in his face. It's like a big thing where he's just, he hates it. So Tim purposely does it. And so if you notice in like every Tim Burton film, he's always spraying something in Johnny's face, usually blood. <laughs> and so in that immediate moment, the same reaction that we see on Jared's face, I'm like, oh my God, it's like Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great moment. Especially if you go and see Sleepy Hollow, there's a lot of blood splashing in poor Johnny's face. I uh, Another quote I really liked was, I don't want to be a clue. Oh, that was great. So pathetic sounding. I know, he's like a little kid. <laughs> I don't want to be a clue. <laughs> I want to be a butterfly. <laughs> Speaking of Dean being a little kid, one of my other favorites was when he was like, I'll kill something right now. And Sam's all, aww. And Bobby goes, he's adorable. That was a really good one. The other one, and we kind of talked about this earlier, was Sam was like, how are you feeling? And he's like, awesome. It's nice to have my head on the chopping block again. I almost forgot what it feels like. It's friggin' delightful. <laughs> delightful. <laughs> friggin' delightful. <laughs> I'm going to have to work that into conversation. <laughs> That's great. Kind of like that Gilmore Girls episode where they're like, oi, with the poodles already. And they're trying to fit it in normal, everyday conversation. <laughs> My challenge to all of you, try to fit that in normal conversation. It's quite difficult. Away <laughs> with the poodles or it's freaking delightful. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to legends and references. As far as legends, there was just one, ghost sickness. It's a type of disease when a spirit infects a person. Then that person starts to hallucinate and becomes terrified of almost anything and everything. Eventually, this sickness causes the person to die from a heart attack. As far as I know, there is absolutely no basis for this in mythology. But if anyone has heard of anything, please let me know. I'd love to find out. And references, Rock Ridge, Colorado is the fictional setting of the Mel Brooks parody Western Blazing Saddles and where this episode occurred. Sam and Dean introduced themselves as FBI agents Tyler and Perry. Stephen Tyler is Aerosmith's singer and Joe Perry is their guitarist. And the episode contained a small coda or outtake called A Supernatural Surprise after the credits started to roll, in which Jensen lip-synced to Survivor's Eye of the Tiger. Originally, Sam interrupts Dean by drumming on the car's roof, but when Jared omitted Jensen's cue, this happened instead. And Dean's reference to the Outbreak Monkey refers to the 1995 film Outbreak, where a monkey spreads a deadly infection in small town in America. As far as music, there was one song, Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. And the song of the night tonight is Dangerous Life by The Kits. Check out the website at myspace.com slash the kits. The song is brought to you tonight by the pod show Podsafe Music Network. Enjoy.
And that's it for this episode. There are more to come. Do not worry. The next all-new episode of Supernatural will air on January 15th, 2009 on The CW. And Supernatural Podcast is now on Facebook. Thanks for listening and take care. Thank you for listening to the Supernatural Podcast. You can visit my website at supernaturalpodcast.blogspot.com or send me an email at supernaturalpodcast at gmail.com. Please note that the opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and not of the producers of Supernatural or the CW. Audio clips played on this podcast are property of the CW and no infringement is intended. Some of the music heard here is from the Podshow Podsafe Music Network. Check it out at music.podshow.com. <laughs>